Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes, God, you are more than able. You are more than able, and we bless you today. This is the day that our Lord has made, and we rejoice, God, and we're glad in it. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We're thanking you, God, together in unity as one body, Father. Thank you, God. You are more than able. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you today. Hallelujah. With everything that is within us, God, we honor you. We worship you. We adore you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, son of David. Glory to your master's name, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for this day. I pray, dear God, boldly from your throne of grace, asking you to downpour your oil this morning on every one of your intercessors on the call, that we, Father, may move by your spirit. Our steps are ordered of you, therefore we yield in willingness and obedience to you. Be enthroned on our hearts this morning. Let your words, Father, speak forth from our lips, the fruit of our lips, God. Hallelujah that you may be glorified, that you may be adored with everything that we do, even in our prayers, dear God, our hearts, our worship, our bowls, our incense being lifted up to you, Father. Have your way, dear God. We come, dear God, with no other agenda but your agenda, your will, Father. So do what you want to do through your people. Move, dear God, like never before, God. Shift, dear Father, the atmosphere so we are aligned with heaven, with your kingdom will for this earth, God, for your people. Work it in us, God, that which is well-pleasing in your sight. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Father, we thank you again for your people. And we bless everyone that has joined the call this morning from the, from, from the heaven's throne. Hallelujah. And we thank you for joining the call. We say good morning to you. It is a good morning. Hallelujah. Just because we are alive and breathing and all things work together for our good because we love the Lord, so we know it's all good. Amen? Well, let me introduce you to the rest of our team that's lined up this morning. I'm I'm Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator today. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, and we say good morning to you, and we bless you in the name of our Lord Jesus. We also want to say good morning and send blessings to our prayer call controller, Sister Kimma Joseph, 
Again, our, our prayer call controllers, they get on the line way before we even access it to ensure that everything is working smoothly. And we just want to say good morning, Sister Kimma, and bless you, sis. Um, we have this morning Minister Linda Lightfoot, who will be doing our devotion. We say good morning to you. Minister Linda, how are you doing? Good morning. I am blessed on top and rising. How about you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Blessed on top and rising. I, I received that. Yes, yes. Our prayer request and um, any praise, praise reports that have been submitted will be offered up this morning by Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am well. How are you this morning? I am well. Thank you. Thank you. Well, without further ado, we want to move forward with our devotion. Minister Lightfoot, we're ready for you. Good morning, everyone. It's a great day in the kingdom of God this Thursday, June 8th, as the blessings of the Lord abound towards us. I give honor to God, my Heavenly Father, and I want to say good morning to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith. Good morning to Pastor Adrian. Good morning to all visiting pastors. Good morning to all clergy. And good morning to the New Destiny worshiping family, friends, and guests. Our topic of discussion today is God is able. And it's coming from a very familiar passage of scripture that is found in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 20. It reads as follows. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Paul's letter is written to the Ephesian church, whose congregation was predominantly Gentile. Their lives were not shaped by the upbringing in Jewish laws or experience because they were not Jews. Ephesus was the home of the Temple of Diana or Artemis. Idolatry and corrupt politics was common practice. Moral standards were at an all-time low. Often, it may have seemed that life was easier in sin. It may have seemed that the powers of darkness were trumping the kingdom of light. These new converts struggled with living in a culture which was quite contrary to their newfound belief in Christ. They were in need of encouragement and guidance to get better clarity on what it means to live in their new identity in Christ. Paul's heart's desire and earnest prayer is that we understand the riches of God's grace towards us with an understanding of our, our position corporately and individually in the kingdom. And in having that knowledge, he would that we stand firm in the faith and that we grow in grace, that we trust in the Lord with all of our heart, and that we ultimately become rooted and grounded in the love of Christ, that he might be glorified in us. He pins this section of his letter to the Ephesians, closing with a praise, proclaiming God's goodness and grace. He desires that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is able. Despite what may manifest through the hands of darkness, he desires that we know that God has infinite ability, that he is able to do what we ask according to his will. Know that whatever request we present to him, God is able to do it. We must know that God has the power to take action at will. 
And God is able to do what we think, that he is able to accomplish whatever thoughts we exercise in our minds. We must understand that he is not confined to our mental capacity and calculations, but that his power is far beyond our capacity to articulate, comprehend, or mentally strategize. Even when exercising our mental acumen to the fullest extent, his capacity or ability and exertion is far beyond our limits. But in a nutshell, he is well able to do all that we ask or think. Let's consider some of the things he has already done. Who would think to transform a wretched sinner into a holy child of the living God in the midst of a corrupt world? Who besides God would incubate an incorruptible seed in the souls of men, allow their flesh to die, and later transform them into an incorruptible body with everlasting life? Who would be powerful enough to stand in the midst of chaos, call it to order, and whatever he said manifests and remains? Who has the ability to scoop dust out of the ground, shape and mold it, breathe breath into it, and rather than the dust scattering at the blast of his breath, it keeps its form, it houses that original breath, and begins to continually inhale and exhale, becoming a living soul. What man would think to do that? Who would think to delay their coming to the aid of a dear sick friend so that the friend would die, so he could be raised from the dead amongst the people that considered death to have the final say and without recourse? Who would think to cause the resurrection to not just be an action but to be a person? What man can call the dead by their name and they answer? Who would think to challenge the powers of darkness to a showdown and successfully bring them to open shame? Who would cause leprosy to loose the body of its victims, causing a filthily infected body ravaged with decay to heal and become whole, freeing them from living the life of the living dead, whether they return to say thanks or not, by a touch or a word? Who would think to spit in mud, create a salve, rub man's blind eyes with it, without the granules of the mud scratching the tender eye tissue, erasing blindness and imparting sight, causing a blind man to see? Who would think to take action according to the faith of others on their behalf simply for their asking? And who would, before doing these things, Ask the question, is anything too hard for God? And who can emphatically declare that with God all things are possible? And the possibility of the thing is not based upon a feeling or what it looks like or what it sounds like or the circumstances or situation it is in. It is based upon what one believes. By these evidences, we come to know the faith of a grain, of a mustard seed, moves mountains. Has God not demonstrated down through the annals of time that far as the heavens are higher than the earth are his ways and thoughts higher than ours? Paul agrees that it's impossible to fathom all the intricate details of God's thoughts, will, and power. Yet we as believers are the beneficiaries of imaginable love, goodness, mercy, and endless blessings 
despite ourselves. And he does it according to the power that works in us. This power of God for our strengthening is already at work in all believers. His spirit is responsible for our regeneration. His spirit gives us new life. His Holy Spirit has made us into a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things are become new. We already have God's power within. We must walk by the unction of his spirit. Though the power of God is in us, some continue to foolishly walk by the flesh. Galatians 5.16 says, but I say walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit, then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. The power that works within us is the Holy Spirit who teaches, guides, rebukes, and corrects us. He is forming and transforming, fashioning and refining our inner man. He is guiding and directing us, teaching and training us. And the more that we yield to him, the more exceedingly, abundantly will the inner transformation into the image and likeness of Christ be until we can say with Paul, the life that I live in this flesh is not I, but Christ that lives in me. Who would think that a holy God would upon a person's confession of faith, though they have lived a sinful life, would immerse himself into their heart and immerse them into his body to never leave them nor forsake them, but be with them always. And who would think to offer this immense act of love through their own suffering and death for the sake of those who would ordinarily be deemed unworthy? What is man that he is mindful of him? Who would think to allow the glory of the all-powerful, infinite God to shine through the broken places of our lives for all to see and know that we are of God, and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world? 2 Corinthians 4 and 8 says, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. I declare, God is able. Now to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. You are more than able. What a word, what a word. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. Thank you. We now want to swing to you, Sister Margaret. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. One can chase a thousand, two could put ten thousand to flight, a threefold cord is not easily broken. God says the two of us shall agree here on earth as touching anything. Anything that we ask, it shall be done of them, of Father God in heaven. So we know that whatever she petitions, we're standing in agreement touching. It shall be granted. Sister Margaret, we're ready for you. Okay, well, wonderful word. Uh, Minister Lisa, thank you so much. God is able. Um, That's a great prelude to uh, the prayer request that we have this morning. 
Um, we have a prayer request from Dolores Jackson, and she's saying, first of all, she just wants to thank all the prayer warriors, um, recognizing that we're all in a, a, a spiritual warfare, and I'm adding, but God is able. <laughs> That's good. Um, she's giving a praise report that God has a, um, given her a place with the job, and she's about to become permanent. And then here's the prayer request um, saying that now she's being accused of something that is out of her character um, and asking for us to pray for her. So, <clears throat> Father in heaven, we come this morning in the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord God, that we can come to you. We thank you that the prayers of the righteous avail us much and make much power available, Father. So as we all come together, we all uh, Father, been in places where uh, we've been wrongfully accused or we have a, an enemy, the accuser of the brethren, Father. And so as we come, we come uh, recognizing and acknowledging you, Lord Jesus, as our great advocate. You are the one who fights for us, oh God. And so we declare um, this morning that the Lord um, will fight for you, Sister Jackson, uh, Sister Dolores, that the Lord will fight for you. So, Father, we declare your word over Sister Jackson. Uh, Exodus 14 and 14 says, the Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. We thank you, Lord God, that um, her prayers and her cries, Lord God, are not uh, allowed, Lord God, but they are in prayer, Father God. Your word says in Second Chronicles 20 and 17 that, you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm. Hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. The Lord will be with you. So, Father, we declare over Sister Jackson's situation that you are fighting on her behalf. We ask you to loose the angels of God, Lord God, to fight on her behalf. Fight against those things that are fighting against her, Lord God. War against those things that are warring against her, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that she will not be afraid, she will not be dismayed, but that she will trust in the Lord with all of her heart, Lord God, that she would lean not on her own understanding, but in all of her ways, she would acknowledge you, Lord God, and you will direct her path, so God. So you will tell her what she needs to do, when she needs to do it, Lord God, what things she needs to say, how she needs to say it, Father. Everything, Lord God, you have it already mapped out for her. So open her ears so that she can clearly hear you, Lord God, knowing, Lord God, that what the doors you open, no man can close. We agree with your word that says that for Sister Jackson, that the doors that God has opened, no man can close. We pray, Lord God, Isaiah 54 and 17 over Sister Dolores, oh God, that no weapon that is formed against her shall, shall succeed. We refute every tongue that rises against her in judgment. Lord God, you said it is her heritage, O oh God, as a servant of the Lord, and that her vindication is from you, declares the Lord. You said, Lord God, that when the righteous cry for help, that the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that we are righteous by the blood of Jesus, and that as we cry out to you, you hear us, O oh God, and that you are the one that delivers us out of all of our troubles, Father God. We pray, Lord God, Isaiah 40 and 31, for Sister Jackson, your word says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We ask you to strengthen Sister Jackson today, Lord God. Strengthen her with might and power in her inner man by your spirit today, O oh God. 
mount her up on wings like an eagle, oh God, so that she can see where she is from a different perspective, oh God. Mount her up, oh God, so that rather than being in the trouble and looking all around, Lord God, she is above it, oh God, looking down into it, oh God, and recognizing for what it is, oh God, a distraction to keep her focus off of you. We declare today over Sister Jackson that the Lord God is fighting for her, that he breaks you forth like the breaking forth of mighty waters, oh God. We thank you for her breakthrough today, Lord God. You said that you yourself will go before us. You will fight for her, Lord God, just as you did for the children in Egypt, oh God. You said if you are for us, who can be against us, oh God? You said fear not, be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You said, Lord God, that Sister Jackson is more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who loved us. And so, Father God, we submit this request to you, Father, as we have reminded you what the word says. You said, Lord God, that the word shall not return to you void, empty, idle, or inoperative, but it shall, Lord God, accomplish what you sent it out to do, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for the power of the word, Lord God, working on Sister Dolores Jackson's behalf, oh God. We thank you for a place, oh God. We thank you for her job, oh God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you silence the mouth of the adventure, oh God. You said praise fills the enemy. So we praise you, oh God, for all that you are, for all that you've done, oh God. We praise you, oh God, that we know that even in this, she is still more than a conqueror, oh God. And you have her, oh God. You are her shepherd. She shall not lack, oh God. Every good thing is from you, Father God. So we thank you for it. We give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory because you are able. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Charlene? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And we agree. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Minister Lightfoot, we want to quickly swing back to you. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Isn't it interesting that God builds from the inside out? The structure of the crown of his creation is internally founded and built, whereas mankind's habit and the way of the world is to found and build externally. The strength of the structure is demonstrated in adversity. When the internal structure is properly founded and built, it is well able to withstand various adverse challenges because of how it is, it is structured. Faith is built internally and demonstrated externally. We must bring ourselves to a higher level of maturity so that we will ask and think as a consequence of the power that works in us. How do we do that? We come into alignment with the word of God and his Holy Spirit. We let him think through our minds and speak through our vocal cords, that you may see what you say, for he is the power that works in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. And God bless.
Amen and God bless. Sorry, my phone was on mute. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. We will pray without ceasing. Send in your prayer request to um, www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Then under Ministries, click Prayer. Scroll down and enter your prayer request. We'd love to pray. We will be obedient to Father God and pray without ceasing. Amen? Okay, um, corporate prayer. Corporate prayer will be held this Saturday morning, 7 a.m. at the Oakland campus. The Oakland campus, 7 a.m. Please come out and join us. Join us together in unity where God commands the blessing. Amen? On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Lightfoot, Sister Margaret, Sister Kimma, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Thank you. Please invite others to join in with us Wednesday and Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. Saints, let's go before God one more time before we end the call. Father, I pray, dear God, that you replenish Minister Lightfoot and Sister Margaret. Replenish, Father, Every one of your intercessors, God, was poured out before you this morning. Father, I pray that you bless them. Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you are more than able. Father, we ask you for forgiveness whenever we've denied your power. Father, forgive us whenever we have doubted you. Hallelujah. We declare that we today stand confident in your word, knowing that you are more than able. And we thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, because you are more than able. We are more than able because we can do all things through you, Christ Jesus who gives us strength. Because you are holy, Father, I declare your people are holy. Because you are righteous, Father, I declare your people are righteous. Because you are healer, Father, I declare we walk in healing. Your people walk in healing. Because you are deliverer, Father, we walk in deliverance because you are our Savior, Jesus. I declare we are saved from all the wiles and attacks of the enemy. Father, I pray that each one of your people, you give them divine focus. Hallelujah. Divine illumination, Father in their thoughts. Hallelujah. Divine focus. Hallelujah. That we are obedient to walk in the fullness of your power. 
the fullness of the power of your Holy Ghost, knowing who you are, that you are more than able. Father, breathe afresh over your people. Breathe afresh. Breathe afresh, dear God. Hallelujah. Shine your light on your people this morning, I pray. In the matchless name of Jesus. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him, unto you, Father, be glory in your church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Kimmer, please open the lines for the saints to pray together. <laughs> 